joined for Coffee with the Editor, Johnny Smith, CEO of Transnamib. Some exciting stuff, but just before we delve into your exciting news, how is it going at Transnamib? Yeah, for Lapa, the last year has been a very difficult year for us, especially the first lockdown that happened last year in April. We have tried to manage the situation. Uh, we are now uh, implementing a short-term plan as part of implementing our five-year business plan. So to create more capacity for ourselves in terms of locomotives, because that's really our biggest challenge at the moment that uh, at Transamap, that we are not able to fulfill to the uh, orders of our customers. So are you looking at, at leasing? Are you looking at buying? I mean, I know you've had uh, a couple of weeks ago, you had a terrible week um, with yes. a few serious accidents. How yes. are you going to be addressing these? I mean, I know you're constrained from, from a budget perspective, and there are obviously projects for network expansions and, and that kind of exciting stuff. But I mean, how, how, what is the next step and, and when will we see some movement on that? Of course, our business plan is still about remanufacturing about uh, 30 of our locomotives. And then at the same time, also then buy 10 new locomotives. But that is still a process because we are busy sourcing the funding. For the short-term plan, what we're working on is to lease about four locomotives. So we've just signed the contract a week ago on that. And delivery will be within the next three months for the four locomotives. And then as phase two... Uh, we have also gotten permission from our Ministry of Finance to procure for the leasing of about five additional uh, locomotives. So we will still go into the market with those so that we can build up the capacity and try and save the short-term situation in terms of uh, our sustainability as Transamo. Am I allowed to ask who you signed the contract with? Yeah, we've, we've signed the contract with Traction in terms of the four locomotives that they need to deliver now. Uh, and then, of course, as I said, we'll go to the market for, for the five locomotives to, to lease. Within the next uh, two to three weeks, we will do that. Okay, well, I think that's exciting and, uh, and good to hear that you're going to have some tractive efforts back on, on your network. But let's get to the other exciting stuff, which impacts the, you know, the Southern African region. And that is the announcement recently by the Southern African Railway Association that you are its new president for the next 12 months. Tell me more. What we have in place at uh, SARA is, of course, it's a rotating uh, presidency between the different railway authorities. So this time around, it is Transamup. Uh, I was the vice president for, uh, normally it's 12 months, but uh, we had to extend it. So I was for 24 months, while uh, Tembi was the president uh, for those 24 months um, as the CEO or MD for BBR, have to put railway back to its rightful position in terms of what it can offer to the countries within the SADC region. For too long, railways has been neglected, and this is what uh, I would want to, to focus on and, and, and get itself uh, back into the rightful space in terms of uh, the various modes of transportation. Okay, so... When, when we talk about putting rail in the Southern African region um, back on, on this is good. we're going to use this pun, back on track. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, Sarah as a body, what is its key role 
in, in enabling this to, to move forward. I think some people kind of struggle with understanding what it is that Sara does. Um, and, you know, now you're in the hot seat for want of a, a better <laughs> description. Um, where are you going to push? What are you going to do? So Sara is a facilitating body and it needs to integrate the various roles uh, of the railways and especially looking at regional integration. And uh, then, of course, it's also got the function of advocacy in terms of providing uh, that role and support to its members within the SADC region. And uh, looking at uh, especially Namibia's role where we want to become a logistics hub, the integration for us is, is very critical. We have railway connections, of course, uh, in the south, we are linked into the South African network. In the north, we, we have uh, developed our railway network up to the border with Angola. And then, of course, we need to do the uh, long-term projects of connecting to Zambia and Botswana. So those are the focus areas uh, in terms of us. And that's what I would want to, to push during the next 12 months and to ensure that we move more freight by rail. I mean, at this stage, on average, we do around about 12 to 14% by rail and the rest is by road. That picture needs to change because at the end of the day, rail will provide a much bigger benefit in terms of reducing the transportation costs. And especially now with uh, all the COVID uh, pandemic challenges, rail can actually offer a much better solution. Also, uh, I mean, you, you can just imagine one train, at least for us as Transamo, one train is about 30 road trucks. So if you look at the pandemic drivers that has to pass, across a border where you have a total different situation in uh, in rail. When we're crossing the border with South Africa, there's no interaction with the drivers because uh, the, the locomotives, they each have their own locomotive. So those are some of the advantages that we do have. So we have to optimize in terms of seeing how we can get uh, rail back on, on the rail track, not on the road track. Being supported by the CEO of Transnet Freight Rail. It, it's actually quite a nice power play between a large operator yeah. and a medium-sized operator. Yeah. Um, do you think that now that you have the CEO kind of at that level on the SARA board, that there will be more engagement and interaction in terms of integrating South Africa's network within the static context? I mean, South Africa has got the benefit that it basically integrates to most of the railway networks in the region. So it's about making sure that uh, the value is created on both sides. And what can we build beyond that? Definitely, it's, it's a major advantage and we will foster that relationship so that we can advance our businesses, railways, and the debt benefit can get to everybody with, uh, in the region. There's really a lot of opportunities that, that we are looking at as Transnamup in terms of regional integration and growing the railway business. And also on the passenger side, there's, I mean, you would want to have a situation where at least Namibians can travel again to South Africa by rail, whether it's by luxury train or normal passenger train, those are the opportunities and long-term prospects that we have to work towards. Yes, from a SARA perspective, uh, yes, we will make sure that we communicate more. We will then also focus on better 
integration, communicating more and better, and also providing more information about railways, and then create a much better interest on railways, because Mm -hmm. it is important that the passion and better understanding of of railways and its advantages must be put out there, because people do not necessarily understand what is railways uh, all about, the value that it can provide to the economy. So that's really what we want to focus in the next 12 months. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Johnny. And I wish you all the best, both in your ventures there at Transnamib that you've dropped along the way in in our conversation, but also as the SARA president. And I trust now that COVID is, well, it's not not gone, but that there'll be be more engagement and maybe I can come visit you soon. Absolutely. Thank you for always uh, keeping Transamab up there.